2: Recorded live.
1: Well, good afternoon, and welcome to the Empress of Biz. This is Joanne Forrester doing the thing that she likes the the best in the whole world is talking to you and talking to you about business. Now we're going to have a couple things going on today. Uh, We're going to have a guest who's going to be talking about. Uh, his outlook on the stock market and what's happening right now, and we had our guest on on January tenth, and we'll talk a little bit about that uh, in between time, but in um, a little later on. But what I wanted to talk to you briefly about, because I think it it is important, is an event that I am uh, involved in, and uh, actually I am president of the. Pennsylvania Women's Hall of Achievement, which their goal is to highlight and educate uh, men and women on the accomplishments and achievements of women. And we're having a very special panel Uh, On March 24th, Saturday, we're doing something unusual. We're having a Saturday date for all those people who say, you get us up so early in the morning during the week, we decided to switch to a Saturday, March 24th, have our yearly discussion, Women Voices, Hear Them Speak, at at from 1130 to 2 o'clock. And one of the panelists is a woman that I greatly admire and have known for, oh gosh, it's going on 10 years now, it's hard to believe our our great and unfortunately late friend Joanne Quinn Smith, who is an avid promoter of women and advocate of us, uh introduced us. Good morning and welcome sunita or good afternoon
2: yeah, it is almost afternoon or right on the dot right and on the dot right on the dot <laughs> and um I'm honored to be on your show, Empress of biz i want to know well, you, I want to know I have a question for you yes as a promoter of small businesses and helping women in business um not only myself but i'm talking about you when are you going to create a line of tiaras to sell to to women <laughs> i love it that'll be another business
1: you want to join me
2: <laughs> okay i'll find I, you know me i'll find a resource and get get it done
1: yes you will that's one of the reasons i like Sunita so much it's not can't be done it's Let's get it done. And that is one of the things that uh, mind us as women entrepreneurs. We always look at something, we don't see it as impossible. We just figure it's going to be difficult and we'll get it done anyways. And Sunita is I definitely moving really on.
2: I'll get a tiara made every, week, every month. We'll give it away and I'll, I'll don it for a, a month for you everywhere I go.
1: Okay, yes, I you love know it.
2: people will ask, "Why are you wearing that?" Oh, it's a gimmick. It's it's a it's a advertisement. I'm a walking I'm a walking advertisement. I don't wear a sandwich board. I wear a tiara.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Right? And, and tune into the Empress of this, right? That's and yes. then don't forget Mrs. Cardiology. By the way, before we, I asked you uh, about um, uh, the panel that you're going to be speaking on. Uh, I noticed that you're doing the Red Heart Kitchen again.
2: I finally got it started. And do you know how excited my husband is, Mr. Cardiology?
1: Oh, how First excited of all, there was a
2: controversy about how we're going to cook this dish because there's a gazillion different ways to do it. He wanted to du- duplicate what was done the night before, and Mom had other ideas. So it didn't turn out the same color as somebody was expecting. And ah. then... I'm asking her to use a utensil that we use in mashing the lentils, and Mom's like, we don't need it. They're soft enough. Afterwards, I should have taped my husband lecturing my mother. Mom, we have to show people utensils. They like to see gadgets. They want to know how you do stuff. Even if you don't use it, just show it to them. I'm like, wow, this guy turned into a a, a video specialist now. So it's fun. We have to We have to
1: do a little background. The Red Heart Kitchen is your idea, and you want to be able to explain to people what?
2: How to have fun in the kitchen and and be good to your heart.
1: Ah. And your husband is a well-known cardiologist, and one of the things that we've talked about is how diet so dramatically impacts our, our heart. So this is why you want to do Mrs. Cardiology.
2: Absolutely. And you know what? I think it's time to bring the Empress of Biz to the Red Heart Kitchen to do a cooking show with Mr. Cardiology. Oh, that would be fun. I love to cook. so. <laughs> so you're going to have fun with him and Mom because they'll be showing you. So now, Joanne, you do this and then you do that. then wait, don't do that now.
1: <laughs> I don't add that. Money. Then I'm one of these cooks that, like all entrepreneurs, we're improvising all the time.
2: Oh, they do that too. <laughs> yeah, oh, yes. Yeah. That um, is interesting. But getting back to why you called me on the show here, where we're talking about your big event on the 24th.
1: Right. Yes, what we are doing on March 24th, the Pennsylvania Women's Hall of Achievement, which I am president of, is we're having women's voices hear them speak. And what we are doing is trying to um, promote the... Pennsylvania Women's Hall of Achievement. And have women talk about women who have who are older to women who are younger seeing how far we have come. Now you have a broad perspective, Sunita, and I know we have our guest on and we'll be uh going to him very shortly.
2: Uh-huh. But you while you were born here, your
1: mother was born no, in No,
2: I was not born here, oh. I'm sorry. My oh. I'm I'm a uh, I'm an immigrant, but first generation. In the sense that I came I was born in India but I came here as a young child. So I'm fifty nine and a half years old and only eight years of my life were in India as a young child. Okay. And so I'm a Western Pennsylvania girl. And yet
1: you go back to India a lot. What is the difference in the and the way um I mean we're gonna talk a lot more about this at the at the panel discussion,
2: mm-hmm. but so
1: you have really the experience of two different worlds. Yes. What is what is the main difference? Mm,
2: to be quite frank with you, the main differences are getting blurred with the with the advent of the internet and satellite TV and stuff. Um, Oprah did a lot to bring India back into the real world, the current current status or of the real world. Uh, they have all the same problems we do here. And sometimes I think Indians in India have become more progressive than Indians that live here. Uh, we, ah. tend to, we tend to ca- cling on to our culture more as an identity crisis result, resolution, and we get really traditional in what we're doing, whereas when you look back home, they're, they're a little bit more loosey-goosey with stuff they do. And it well, has this- to do with overall culture and... Um, I mean, it's still a man's world, but women are catching up very fast. And the the striking difference that the catch-up I've seen in is that divorce has become more commonplace. And the main reason is because women are educated and are, and are holding jobs and don't rely on the man financially.
1: Okay. Well, I think that well, Tanita Pandit is going to be one of our panelists on March 24th. We have a wide range of women and experience. Plus, we will be introducing the uh, Pennsylvania Women's Hall of Achievement calendar for the year 2019, filled with well known and not so well known accomplishments of women. And I know that we'll have something from uh, the National Association of Women Business Owners, which neither is currently uh, uh, involved. Um, Any last minute thing you want to say? Because I believe. Our guest is now on.
2: Well, we'll have to welcome him properly. But um, as far as what I'm going to be doing for you that day on the panel is I'm going to be talking from the standpoint of that I am the chapter president of NABO, um, meaning the Pittsburgh president. Um, We have a very special place in women businesses' heart, and that's what I'm going to bring out and, and bring to light as to why we are an important integral part of how women are where they are today and how they will be able to progress further by having a good, strong showing in in the membership.
1: Right. And not only that, um, we didn't have representation for quite a while, and that's what NALBO did. So that's great. Sunita, give us a uh, a contact number, and then I'm going to switch um, to my... uh, Lou, are you there? Uh, switch to my guest. Um,
2: is he unmuted?
1: Oh, uh, I uh, I'm not sure. Uh, Lou, are you there, please? And,
2: uh... I, <laughs> I love read, well, I it. see a guest is there, but the phone thing is not lit up on him. He's in the chat. There's a guest in the chat.
1: Yeah, I see that we're both on the chat. Uh,
2: I don't okay. see Lou as.
1: He's just um, guest three. Uh, whoever you are, let me know who you are, please. Yeah, they're just logged in. Okay. Um, yeah, they're just he's
2: whoever it is is logged in. They're not on the phone, so they're not gonna you're not gonna be able to hear them.
1: Okay. So. i uh, so,
2: waiting on Lou. Hey, can I share something real quick while we're waiting on Lou? Yes, sure. Have you heard the new buzzword in uh, your wellness, and the buzzword is functional medicine? No, I haven't.
1: What is that?
2: If you think about a business and how it functions, you Mm -hmm. have to have a system in place, you have a boss, you have employees, you have HR, you have this, that, the next thing. Each little part has to function correctly, right? So each little piece has a functionality associated with it. And if it doesn't function correctly, what happens?
1: It falls apart.
2: It falls apart.
1: It's like a car.
2: Yeah. So now what I'm realizing, and it was like a huge tube light lit up over my head. All these years I've been trying to find solutions to taking care of my handicapped son, taking care of my older mom, she's 87, um, helping my husband understand certain things that are not working for him medicinally, that he has alternatives available, or different solutions. I hate to use the word alternative. It's not an alternative. It's an additional piece to the whole picture. And right. the, the, the concept of functional medicine brings everything together. That's the beauty of it. Where you finally start looking at the body as a functioning system, and is this not functioning right? What's wrong here? Does it need a medicine? Does it need an essential oil? Does it need a supplement? Does it need a hemp oil? I mean, what does it need that we can give it to get functioning again correctly? I mm. believe your guest has arrived. They're muted. Ah. Uh, oh,
1: mute. Oh, I'm. There you go. Hello, uh, Lou. Are you on the phone?
0: I am. Go oh, Welcome, Lou.
1: Yay. Yes. Lou, I want you to meet Mrs. Cardiology. In fact, she's from your neighborhood, uh, uh, Sunita Panda, and she jumped in for a while to discuss some of the things that we're involved with. So Mrs. Cardiologist, this is the man who is, I'm going to call him Mr. Financial. I know he'll get uh, (laughs) embarrassed, but he's very, very good at what he
2: does. Very good. Nice to meet you,
1: Lou.
0: Nice meeting you.
1: So, Nita, thank you. I, we look forward to your contributions on March 24th. That is from eleven a, 11.30 a.m. to 2 o'clock at Katana's Banquet Center. To register, uh, please go on to Eventbrite or give me, Joanne Forrester a call, 412-440-6969 and watch on the uh, Facebook site, uh, Pennsylvania Women's Hall of Achievement. Sunita, we look forward to being your guest on Mrs. Cardiology and the Red Heart Kitchen.
2: Very good. And I just want to leave everybody with my number. You can reach me at her office at 412-367-9104. And just ask her that you want to talk to Mrs. Cardiology because I'm the one that gives you the rest of the story when your cardiologist is done with you.
1: Ah, how true. <laughs> Thank you so much.
2: Thank Anita. you, dear. Take care. Have fun, Lou. Thank you.
1: Oh, good afternoon, Lou. We're glad that um, we know you're very busy and you're moving from one interview after another. <laughs> uh, what I wanted, reason I wanted you back, and I have been promoting this, is that when you and I had, and we had quite an intelligent discussion. It, it's good talking to you because you're um, solid information. Um, uh, we talked about the market. And the market had had some gyrations, but since the last time we talked on January 10th, market's been up and down like a yo-yo. And a lot of people are starting to get scared. And I thought it would be very important for you just to talk and have someone who, uh, from your perspective, does um, helps people do their strategic planning. Now, Louis Stanis- Stanislavich, um, is president of Legend Financial Advisors, Inc., and he has been very well known to um, work with people, and you have a unique service because you, your company helps people develop their strategy. You don't sell products. You sell strategy for long-term planning. Is that correct?
0: Well, yes, but we also... Uh implement investments although uh, you know the again th- these are all for fees there's no selling of specific products we're not wedded to anything um, and if we deemed uh, things like CDs appropriate for people then they would have CDs in their portfolio uh, we're, we're, but it's not like let's sell the highest uh, commissioned uh, mutual fund like American funds or something like that that's not what we do
1: Right. Now you and I okay that that so when someone uses your service you're taking a look like I do in a business plan when I'm sitting down I was just redoing reviewing my documents and I have a 20-page questionnaire which my clients hate but when we're finished we know where they're at. Right. And you do something very similar on the financial side. Is that correct? Uh,
0: there's no question. Um, and I would venture to guess uh, for some of our clients are questionnaires even longer, <laughs> depending on what they need. <laughs> right. But well, but at the same time, there's a lot we find out by just talking to, to uh, any prospective client, of
1: course. Yeah, you and I discussed at the beginning of the year that the stock market is um, – well, to a lot of people, it's almost like you go to the casino uh you're either they're gonna win or you're gonna lose and definitely that can be a mentality that can drive people crazy and I was very interested in your the way you look at the stock market and you don't see it as a uh people come in they're they're called day traders they're in and out and you look at it as a long term strategy um, and my uh uh summarizing that correctly there's no question uh, when you invest
0: and and you're using a sound approach um and I would use Warren Buffett as an example uh is he looks at things over decades he's now eighty seven years old he's still looking things for decades, okay he probably won't be here, but um, he's looking for long term investments that make sense uh in the long run now. Does he have a lot of cash on the sidelines? Yes, about $90 billion, okay, uh, he has on the sidelines. But uh, so he has money for a rainy day. When the stock market does sink, he'll be in as a buyer. And uh, But, you know, for most people, uh, that would be, you know, to keep a huge proportion of what they invest in cash would uh, probably not be appropriate uh from that standpoint, uh, because uh they just you know, they they need returns more often. Maybe they're in retirement, they need uh you know, he looks at he doesn't need money, you know what I'm saying? And so he instead uh, can invest for the very long term because he has no cash requirements. Uh, individuals, though, usually do have cash requirements. They're meeting college needs. They're meeting their own retirement needs. Perhaps they are going to make a purchase of a new home or whatever the case might be. Uh, so they have more immediate needs, so they need to be invested. And uh, it's, so it's appropriate to have a, a good strategy in place so that they're not um, uh, as you said day trading uh, that's those are speculators okay and and some of that you know if you really know what you're doing maybe you can make money most people don't and uh, therefore they end up losing money and and so that's something to say stay away from what we develop for clients is sound long term uh, 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 um, investment management strategy of some sort incorporating basically all of their finances
1: okay when we're talking now when you and I talked the the stock market had gone up and down but it hasn't done the the wide um, gyrations that it is doing right now but I don't even know what it's doing today I look at it once a week and that's it and I just keep on going um how do how do people manage that? Uh, I mean, I have a couple clients, and right now, frankly, very worried. Yeah, um, it, partly it's lack of knowledge on their part.
0: Okay, um, here's here's the facts. Okay, uh, basically, people get there's a lot of people that get concerned because they only remember what has happened recently. When I say recently, I'm saying over the last ten or twenty years okay um and over the last 10 years we haven't had much volatility at all okay Uh, we've had a little bit this year because they're starting to raise interest rates there's there's some other factors there too but here's what they need to keep in mind okay is from a uh, there are various kinds of downturns Uh, the most typical is A 5% to a 10% downturn that is called a dip okay dips historically since 1900 has happened about three times a year okay Mm -hmm. Uh, there's a correction which we just barely made it to a 10% downturn uh, in in January February here a correction happens about once a year that's a 10 to 15 percent drop a 15 to 20 percent drop is called a severe correction okay and Mm -hmm. then uh, you have a bear market which by the way bear markets usually only happen in recessions those are uh, uh, a uh, loss of over 20 percent usually to about 30 and then there's a severe bear market which was considered which is considered over 30 percent okay um, and uh, obviously, uh, we had two of those in recent times. That was uh, in the uh, 2000 to 2000 per- 2002 period, and then from uh, October of 2007 through uh, March of 2009, uh, a 17-month period. Um, those those are severe bear markets, and uh, they're one of only about 10 that have happened in history since 1900.
1: Okay, so right now, um, like I said, I don't know what the stock market's doing um, today. Uh, But what happened last week, because there was an announcement made um, by the president that they were going to impose tariffs, and you saw this, that always kind of confuses me why this wild reaction when someone makes a statement, it's... um, uh, it's um like up and down like a yo-yo just because someone has said something sure sure and you know
0: tariffs kind of raise the hair on everybody's neck okay because uh, there's always fear of what happened in the 20s uh, where you had a, a tariff war and uh, it effectively most people believe it brought on the Great Depression uh because everyone was trying to out tariff each other and mm-hmm. so uh there's always the fear of that in reality what it, what this was a reaction to was China, the chinese have been trying to put the u.s uh the united states uh steel industry um is trying to take it out basically okay and because they've been dumping steel for quite a while now and uh so uh you know, the steel industry requested this. Um, obviously, the steel producers, the aluminum producers are all very happy about this tariff. Uh, they're hoping that it would slow the whole process down. Uh, if nothing else, it's, it's not gonna make steel come back to what it was in the 60s or the 50s or anything like that. Uh, but nevertheless, uh, it should keep us intact from that standpoint. Um, and And so it's tariffs are never a great thing for anyone. On the other hand, there are sometimes it's necessary. Uh, obviously the market's overreacted, it's now settled down, or it seems like it has. Uh, we'll see though.
1: So a lot of times what you're saying is that... People just overreact, and rather than step back and think, "No, wait a minute, what does this mean overall?" It, it's more of an emotional reaction than a financial decision.
0: Well, a great, a great example of that is um, 9/11 occurring. Okay, mm-hmm. the stock market dropped, and then they froze the markets, of course, and they opened about a week later, and the market proceeded downward. There was. Believe it or not, that was a bigger reaction than when the Japanese bombed Pearl Harbor. Mm. Okay, and most people don't realize to that degree. I think the difference is today information travels faster than ever, and uh, so and you know people start revising uh, a lot of things. There's also computer computerized algorithms that cause buying and selling. Um, so uh, if you see a little bit of direction in one way it then is accelerated because of these uh, computerized trader trading programs and but you still need to look at the big picture in terms of all right, what is really going on are we anywhere near a recession the answer is no the federal reserve is raising interest rates because they think the economy is growing uh, at a healthy pace now so that would be imply that we're not going to have a recession anytime soon. Um and that's those are the kinds of things uh, that we need to look at. Uh, you know, worldwide same thing is happening in most of the other countries around the world. You know, there's moderate growth, not spectacular growth, but moderate growth. We don't have inflation heating up on too big a note, uh, we're still talking about hoping to get to 2% inflation here in the U.S. Uh, we're not there yet, but perhaps we will be, because you need to have some inflation to grow your economy over time. And uh, so that's that's what the Fed's plan is. It's it's a perfectly logical plan, um, but uh, they're starting to bring up interest rates over time.
1: Okay. Um so bringing up the um, – no, see, I never realized that the inflation, there's a desirable level.
0: Well, that's – the Fed has stated that that it's 2%.
1: Okay.
0: Uh,
1: and what do you feel about that?
0: <laughs> well, you know, if you have – if it's a little bit flattish to, to a small amount of growth in inflation, that's fine, but after a while, what happens is if – for example, we have inflation of 4% here and the rest of the world has 1% inflation. Eventually, we're going to become non-competitive with the rest of the world.
1: Okay. All right. Um, so when we look at the... Well, when we look at the stock market, and we, so what you're saying is, and and you know and I, I'm kind of bouncing around here because my parents had lost a great deal of money. Not my parents, my her my grandparents lost a great deal of money in the stock market. So my mother was always very frightened of the stock market.
2: Um because they
1: they went from wealthy to not doing well at all and took a long time to recover. So planning is something that we need to be able to uh bring into um, long range planning needs we need that calm to look at ourselves and see what's going on, and that's basically what you've been doing all your life
0: exactly and and you know one of the things that is important to remember too is uh you know back in two thousand, many people forgot that there were bonds out there bonds were yielding at that time. You know, investment-grade, treasury-type bonds were yielding 6%. Well, today, they're earning 2 And back then, they would have provided a lot of buffer. Today, they won't provide a lot of buffer. So a lot of folks are in bonds, and, and they're running for bonds, but bonds may not keep up with inflation. That's the danger there. And with re- interest rates rising, we may be in a long-term bear market already for bonds. That's quite possible. Uh, it seems like it started about a year and a half ago. Uh, we'll wait and see, but uh, you know n- nothing goes straight up. It goes in stages. It goes up and then it recedes, then it goes up and it recedes that's That's how it works. Um, so uh, we will not have the cushion we once had. Um, if people are going to run for safety at some point in time, it'll have to be in a money market, and as much as you and I dislike. Putting money in a money market because of the fact that you're not going to earn anything it's still a haven of safety whereas bonds probably won't be a haven of safety unless they would be to a le- lesser degree than they have been in the past
1: mm-hmm. when, when i'm let's say i'm a, a young person i'm building my company and i've been in business and i've made it through the first cut usually in the first cut it was in within two years Um, they're either going to be in business or they're out. And then the second cut usually occurs at at five years. And then the the next big cut occurs somewhere between five and ten years. So I'm in that. I I know I'm going to make it. And now all of a sudden uh, I have some, well, wait a minute. You know, we actually have some cash to do something. (laughs) What, is that the best time to sit down and talk with you?
0: Well, yeah, I think there's there's always a, a planning uh, point. Most people, here, here's the pattern, how it works. Some pe- very few people start out young and say, I need help, okay? Most people start saving, and then someday they wake up and they say, geez, this is a lot of money. If I make a mistake, it's going to cost me a lot of money. Um, and then that's usually what spurns them to uh, come to see us. The other times, of course, are when they're losing money, that's when they come and see us. Uh, and, you know, and, and of course, we could wave our magic wand and, and make things better, but I say that facetiously, but uh, w- certainly we can um, point out a few things that people are, are maybe impacting their portfolios in a negative way and that they can uh, obviously uh, rectify uh, but they need to be willing to make changes of course and uh, things such as maybe they're paying too much in fees maybe they have somebody uh, as an advisor who's unknowledgeable maybe it's them uh, you know uh, uh, you know there's you know it's kind of like a heart surgeon trying to uh, correct his eyesight you know it's just not going to work
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> right, right. Well, looking at 2018, because um, when you and I talked on January 10th, it was not as volatile as it is right now. What are you advising people to do right now? Well,
0: I think it's mostly stay the course for now, okay? Um, but we are, keep a uh, watchful eye. Uh, we we watch over well over 60 indicators of problems. We watch every investment we make on a pretty much daily basis to see how how they're reacting to certain kinds of market actions and uh, making decisions as to uh, what we um, believe needs made, you know, where changes need to be made. And so uh, it's it's the kind of market where, obviously, uh, for example, you know, most traditional bonds haven't done well this year they're down one to two percent on average and people look at that as a bonds as a haven of safety well no they can lose money too uh but maybe they should be considering switching to bonds with what are called adjustable rate coupons okay or bank loans with adjustable rate coupons uh that are making money and not that they're making a lot either but maybe it's somewhere between a quarter and a one percent positive Uh, certainly that's better in that situation there are certain things that haven't done well real estate for example across the board has not done well real estate investment trusts are down about 12% year-to-date those were investments that prior to uh, 2016 had or actually including 2016 had very good numbers in terms of performance but right now they're not in favor Partly it's the retail story. Um, a lot of malls and, and retailers are really struggling these days. And uh, but there's also other areas in the real estate, uh, commercial real estate area that's not doing well. Things like mini storage units. Uh, you may you might say, well, geez, those aren't so bad. Well, yes, but there's too much of a supply um, <clears throat> right now uh, with those. Uh, there's uh, Problems uh, in the housing uh, apartment and rental market. Uh, there's a little bit oversupply in some markets. So you know all these things affect the prices, and obviously real estate investment trusts are negatively impacted by rising interest rates. Mm. So as rate, rates rise, their dividend has to go up. Well, how does the dividend go up when they don't produce a bigger profit? Well, the price goes down of the underlying security. So you need to stay uh you know maybe adjust your holdings downward or eliminate them in that kind of thing, in that kind of situation so so it, it's all it's an ongoing uh process where you change take look at news look at the amounts i think individuals that uh are trying to do them themselves certainly don't have the information that somebody like myself does and uh they need to uh find an advisor who does have that kind of information or they need to do the the, their research themselves
1: okay so the one thing you said and and we um that you want there are 60 indicators that you watch that help this help uh, make decisions on strategy for people I never realized there was that many indicators.
0: Oh, there's a lot more than that too. You know, uh we we are constantly adding new ones and uh, um actually we're probably pushing 70 at this point.
1: Okay, so what what fascinated you about getting into this field because it's evident you're you're quite knowledgeable and you have to be
2: fascinated by it. Well, it's
0: it's one of information uh, you get better over time because you have uh, a better understanding of what's going on um, it's uh, you know originally I think I started just because I wanted to help people like uh, you know I came out of college and and uh, my parents they invested in the credit union uh, they invested you know in a savings account but that's all they knew um and i took a finance course in college but that didn't exactly tell me what i was uh you know how much knowledge i had so i studied started studying on my own and eventually decided i wanted to do this uh to help people out so uh that's you know it was no more than that
1: <laughs> well you've certainly done a great job i so the final um uh, as we wind down, and I do want to take uh, thanks, Nita Pandit, for um, jumping in and sharing some of the interesting things she's doing. As we wind down, you're fine, you're, um, and we'll probably have you back because I have a feeling in 2018 is going to be a year where people are going, ah, eh, you know. And someone- well, it could be. It could be a tough year. Um, that's for sure. So, what's your final final um, uh, advice or strategy for people? Uh for right now, let's say this month. <laughs> well, I, I think it's we're probably,
0: you know, we shouldn't run around the neighborhood screaming the sky is falling, the sky is falling, okay? Uh that's the first thing. Uh second thing is to make sure uh you have uh minimized the costs of the products you have bought. Uh make sure you're not buying in to uh, expensive investing schemes like annuities or things like that um and uh or uh you know an arrangement with somebody where you pay commissions uh and uh, cuz in the end you don't win in those kinds of arrangements uh you know cer- certainly uh you need to look at uh what you are invested in are you uh, you know a lot of people a few years ago bought into uh Uh, uh, various limited partnership type investments Um, they might buy they might focus on dividends dividends are not where it's at today especially with rising interest rates Uh, you know things have changed and uh, you know as I talked about real estate that's another one that throws off a lot of uh, dividends again that has changed. Uh bonds, if you're too if you have too much or you're too much too conservative, you're probably gonna have problems over the next couple of decades. Um that's that's just the way the bond market works. And certainly over the next five years.
1: Okay. Well Lou, what is the best way to get in touch with the uh your firm uh, and to um sit down and find out what you can do? For sure. Them?
0: Um, our phone number is uh, 888-236-5960. Again, 888-236-5960. You can also uh, look at our website. We have a lot of uh, interesting information there. We, we put out a, started putting out a new video series called Investment Short Takes. Those are videos that run 5 to 10 minutes uh, in length about these kinds of concepts that I was talking about. Uh, we also have many, many webcasts on not only investing but financial planning as well in our uh, in the video section of our website. Lots of articles, just a lot of benefits. Okay.
2: Yeah. Well, and that about website
0: the- is www.legend-financial.com. www.legend-financial.com.
1: It sounds like you guys take a lot of um, time to educate your customers. Uh, well, yeah, and and we want to
0: educate our, our you know, any anybody who's interested. Frankly, uh, there's a lot of information there.
1: Okay. Well, thank you for your time. I I know you're exceptionally busy, but in this volatile market, and hopefully today stays quiet, uh, we need to learn uh, to not panic is what we're saying, basically, and and to have um uh, be uh, objective when we look at that. And thank you very much for your time and look forward to speaking uh, to you later in the year. Okay.
0: Well, take care, Joanne.
1: Thank you. All, All right. right. This, well, thank you. Uh, this is the Empress of Biz, and I do want to remind you that today's show uh, was brought to you by the Pennsylvania Women's Hall of Achievement and... Uh, Sunita Pandit, Mrs. Cardiology, who uh, will be on our panel. And our panel is March 24th, and that is from 1130 to 2 p.m. And that's the answer to all of you who said that 730 breakfasts, you wanted something a little later, so you all better show up. So, And you can register for that at 412-440-6969 and go on to the Facebook page, uh, Pennsylvania Women's Hall of Achievement. You'll find links all over the place. But remember, give us a call at 412-440-6969. And if you have a topic of interest for the Empress of Biz, sharing your information that will help our small businesses and professionals who listen to the show grow and prosper, we would love to hear from you. 412-440-6969. 412 440 This is the Empress of Biz. Uh, take the advice of the president of Legend Financial Services. Stay the course. Keep calm. Panic doesn't serve you, whether it's in business or in financial matters. Keeping cool, keeping calm, uh, keeping collected is one way to make sure you stay on top. Again, Joanne Forrester, the Empress of Biz, we look forward to seeing you. We'll actually have a broadcast later on this week where we'll be featuring other small business owners who will share their secrets of success. Thank you. Have a great and prosperous and productive day.
2: This episode is made possible by PwC. When unprecedented times are all the time, it's time to start walking the talk leaders like you turn to PwC to see and stay ahead. Upskill your workforce, use intelligent automation, and transform big ideas into breakthrough outcomes. Explore the human-led, tech-powered solutions that help you thrive. It's all part of the new equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com.